Hey everybody, welcome back <laughs> to the Coffee and Cream Podcast. Where the darker the coffee, the butter the brew, or whatever. Hey guys, we are still quarantine, quarantine, oh quarantine in May. And it's crazy. I got an email that my nail shop was opening up May 15th. Uh, yeah, everyone, not everyone, a lot of the nail salons and the hair, like the salons and um, all the grooming shit, I think they're opening back up. They been talking about it on instagram a lot so um i think they are i'm not going back nowhere till about june i mean i won't get my hair done but i might wait till like june yeah honestly, oh to go i'm yeah i'm about to let these my nails come up i'm not going to no nail shop until june like probably like a month after because i know they're gonna be yeah, packed it's gonna be but packed i would love if my nail tech takes me like yeah people really not coming in because i'm gonna go then <laughs> if she like we real slow people not coming because they still nervous yeah. too Oh yeah, I'm gonna go. That's funny. I ain't think about that. People just not showing up because they still scared too. But some people were saying like, like some of the hairstylists are saying like, oh, I'm opening my books up and you know like next week or something like that. So just be patient. I'm thinking like, damn, people in your DMs like, I need my hair done. Need my hair done. Because mm-hmm. dude, like I know a couple dudes that's still been getting their haircuts. Mm. They waited long enough. Like I waited. Like I waited like three weeks, man. I need to get my shit cut. Like even the dudes going through it. Yeah. <laughs> I need my shit cut. I love this tweet I seen though, and it was like, no niggas, don't go get your haircut. Love yourself, nigga. Have that self love. Y'all be trying to tell us King. bitches. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us bitches, you don't need your hair now, your nails now, why y'all do it now? After this quarantine, you fucked up, ain't it? Fucking up your shit. Widows peaking shit. Didn't even know you had one, nigga. I'm cracking. (laughs) I was literally just talking to Chad today, and um, we was talking about that, and we had brought up Diddy. No, I said DJ Khaled looked like... Oh, my God, he he looked terrible. He looked like whatever he is. He he owned about a whole bunch of... uh, Gas station. Gas station. (laughs) And we got on Diddy and them. I said, don't get me wrong. Like, Diddy's a very attractive older man. I love his gray beard. I'm like, but them niggas look, they age. Yeah, they look yeah, old. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's different when you see them. Like, even when they use in the gym or just regular lodging at home, they like, stuff still look clean cut. You see Kevin Hart, Diddy, no. all them just looking crazy. No one tops Kim Kardashian. Oh, God. That hand, <laughs> that hand. was white. I thought these bitches had a tint of color to them. Honey, I baby. thought they had that olive, like, you yeah, know, that, pure olive. Yeah. Them is white women. <laughs> white women. White women. White people. White people. <laughs> when I first seen that, I said, white people. People get ass though, like, you, when I see her hands, I'm about to excuse my hand, bitch, we can't because it looked like somebody else took the picture. I thought her stylist or somebody was holding that bitch up. I see. I read the caption. Bitch, we gay. Cause who hand is that? <laughs> your face is one color. Yo, girl, I was girl. out. Mm-mm. So basically, you white, Kim. Kim, so this is trying to tell us that you white. Okay, your kids, your kids gonna be darker than you. That's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be darker than her. Kim don't ever need to go bankrupt or get caught <laughs> slipping because, Honey. baby. Ooh, Chile. <laughs> It's ghetto. G E T T O. Ghetto. I'm dead. That's funny. Anywho, Ace, you want to catch up? Catch up. Let me see what's been going on during my quarantine. Um, quarantini. Quarantini. I have been trying to just stay on track with working out. It's kind of working. It's kind of not. Um, let's see what else. Work is work. It's been shitty because it's just like. People slow. Yeah, people slow. And I mean, honestly, I 
guess going into the office was nice because you're away from your home. It's like being at home all day can like just be like, oh my god, like irritated. And I don't know. I just was like, damn, I didn't get the fuck about the house. Sometimes I didn't get the fuck about the house. Shit is annoying as fuck. But besides that, I don't know. It's been cool. I mean, it's not really much is going on. Quarantine's been cool. Like, just been at work or at working from home, watching Netflix, talking on the phone and shit. To like my friends not actually doing work or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On the phone, just doing random shit. So about it. What about you, girl? What, how's your quarantine? Quarantine has been cool, yeah. actually. Like it's got me to be at home more, of course, because you can't go nowhere. So it's just been great. I've been binge watching. Oh God, Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. She getting caught up though. I she am. Don't, she don't even fucking sleep. I feel like. I know, right? Um. Oh, good news. Y'all know I just started this job in December, but I got an employee of April. You so. did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. I didn't bring the fucking soundboard. Oh, it's cool. Damn. <laughs> but, um, so, it's been cool working from home. Like, I've been still, you know, doing what I got to do or whatever. Um, my birthday just passed. Yeah, that birthday did just pass. So I had a great birthday. So last week, so yeah. y'all could know, no, but yeah, I had a great birthday actually. Cause Friday was when I found out that I was gonna get the employee of April thing. Then Saturday and Sunday, well Saturday I just chilled, but Sunday was great. Ace had a personal chef come to the house and cook us brunch, and she set it up outside, and it was amazing. Cause y'all know we love brunch. Yep. So that was really thoughtful. And it was and a nice ass day too that day, so it was perfect. Yeah, it was really thoughtful because we can't really go to brunch so she kind of made it stay i mean like at the house and the fool was motherfucking bussing it was really she was good. good as fuck and then later that day on because my son my birthday was actually monday but sunday was the brunch and um this uh, the same personal chef he cooked dinner too he did like a seafood broil so he did crab legs lobster tails shrimp potatoes corn a whole bunch of stuff and it was really good mm-hmm. and then monday my girls came over it was it don't worry everybody relax it was only eight it was only eight of us two more you motherfuckers could have came <laughs> and it was really nice um i have a video of the people there just basically talking about when we became friends, why we. I friends, had stuff told like everyone that. before we take our last shot that everyone had to tell a personal story about cartel, like just you know something personal that made them just you know that they maybe a special moment or whatever like that. So and it was actually really great. Yeah, and it was funny because the people, the stories that everybody said were really good. But if you listen to that episode that we had last week, we had somebody on here named um, Ari. And when Ari did hers, not mind y'all, Ari is Ace's friend, but I also do know Ari. She hates when I say that, but still, her and Ace are more friends. But when she said, like, what she said about how I used to help her out at the fashion shows, you know how you just do stuff? I didn't think about mm-hmm. she was paying attention to that and it meant something to her. I didn't I didn't think that. I was just doing it. I was there. She asked, sure, yeah, why not? I'm going to help you. You know what I'm saying? You my friend. Um, I don't mind. So it was crazy how you just hear people talk about, even when my, uh, my other homegirl Diamond was saying how the one experience made her feel closer to me. Sometimes you don't realize the impact that a situation has on people. And I think mm-hmm. it's pretty dope. Because mm-hmm. literally she kept screaming, yo, no one's going to show up. No one's going to come because she's crazy as hell. And be thinking she ain't got no friends. But girl, every time we do any type of get together, people always come. She's psycho. People know she's crazy. She's worse than me. It's not right. That's debatable. And I also want to say, um, it's not really a party till someone throws up. And guess who threw up? Not me. 
I took about you weren't even shots. there. It doesn't matter. And bitch. I was I screaming. Took about t- did, uh, Ari, did Ari tell you I was like, "Where is it?" No, Where? I, was, I had to go to my brother's house. I was over the toilet like this. Oh, I had puke on both my hands. She's like, "Stop puking on your hands," because I kept like throwing up, and then I kept I don't know, I don't know, I was fucked up. And I'm like, "Where is Ace?" And she's like, "She," and I kept asking. She's like, "Hey, she had to go to her brother's house. You know what that means?" And I was like, "Okay." Okay. Fucking crazy! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yo, even though I came out, she was like, "Girl, she took everywhere." Yeah. I said, "Everywhere." Shout out to her. I owe Ari. I owe Ari big time. I owe Ari. Like I can't never be mean to her no more. <laughs> I cannot talk about her in front of her face how I used to. <laughs> in front of her face. I have to be extremely nice to her because when I say, "I," yeah, she even washed. Did she you, put everything in a washer. Did and you see it? No, I didn't see when I came back, nothing was there. Listen, and then that morning when I woke up, I'm like, you know what? I'm know I'm have to clean up a little something. She cleaned up everything. I it was everywhere, Angel. It was every fucking where. Like it was terrible. Like I literally tried. I was like this running down the hallway because it was already coming out. It was terrible. <laughs> and she cleaned up oh all of it. When God. I seen your bathroom, I was like Ari is a fucking gem. She's a diamond. She's a, no, she definitely will definitely clean up some shit. It's I done got some stories about her ass getting fucked up and me having to make sure her ass was cool. But you know, yeah, what are friends for? Yeah, what are friends? What are friends for? for? Now I, had, I gotta put her in my main, my primary friend group. She was in the general <laughs> secondary. Now she's in the. You know how your uh, IG the inbox. I primary. So now wait, so now she's prim- in the branch. She invited <laughs> <laughs> Ari, I love you, but you invite other people. <laughs> that shit made me so mad that day. We both looked at her Yo, like that fucking story. You know we Ari, we love you. This is not bashing you at all, bitch, because you know you my bitch. I fuck with you. Okay, Oops, I'm sorry for banging on the table. One of our <laughs> one of the coffee mates uh DM'd us like, "Hey, stop banging on the table when y'all recording." I'm sorry. No, so there was this one time me and Christ to Hell went to church. Went to church on a Sunday, and then we decided <laughs> we, we decided to go to a brunch after. And one of our favorite brunch spots at the time was Cheesecake Factory. So, and the church was near there. So me and her in the car on our way there. Ari texted me and was like, "Hey, what you doing? We go to brunch." Texting a group chat. Um, and I was like, oh, me and Cartel are already on our way to brunch. She said, oh, okay, cool. I'll meet you guys there. We was like, okay, cool. No big deal. So we get to, we get there. She comes there. So we're sitting at the table and there is this other young lady who, um, walks in who we, well, me and Cartel know her personally. And I think Ari met her a couple other times. So like me and Cartel know her. But again, the brunch was, we were literally going to brunch and just chilling. Like, you know how you have those conversations with your homegirl? Like, y'all gonna talk about some shit? And yeah, the girl, she cool. It ain't like, you know, she's an associate for sure. But it was like, I don't think I want to talk about what we're going to talk about in front of her because I don't know her like that on that level. So she comes over. She's like, hey, y'all, we talking, we talking to the hood, blah, blah, blah. And then um, she was by herself. She had came from church too. She was by herself. And then Ari was like, oh, so um, who are you here with? She's like, oh, no, I'm just promising somebody else at the bar. She said, girl, just come to us. When I tell you, you know how you see them, the Instagram funny people who do that little thing, like the doom, who do that thing, Cartel? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's how we looked at each other. When she said, oh, just come sit with us. Like, Cartel was like, what? No, wait, hold on. That's not. I'm, I'm <laughs> We was like, oh, this is what we doing? 
okay like no and so of course she we didn't say no but we were just yeah she sits down so we do we all eat brunch and stuff and just the conversation was just funny because <laughs> she doesn't i don't think she uh, maybe she does think she's better than everybody i don't know but like there's just certain things you don't say in front of certain people because you know they're probably gonna judge you yeah or they're gonna judge the situation make like oh girl you be doing that that's what you be doing. No, because these niggas, girl. Yeah, we were talking about the whole sex thing. Yeah, yeah and it's make, like, yeah. don't make it seem like just because I be out here fucking and don't have a man <laughs> and you over there saved and sanctified, bitch, you still ain't got no man. <laughs> we both in the same goddamn boat. So if I'm just busting it open and you not. Period, what's the difference? Period. What the fuck? There is no difference here. You're single, I'm single. So, bitch, you're no better than me. Don't think you are. I'm sanctified too, but I be busting it open. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a funny situation. After that, uh, we got to like, oh no, Ari's not inviting And then trying to make it seem like I invited myself. <laughs> yeah, like, well, in a group chat. Yeah, me like, and Ace was already going to brunch on Sunday. We got the day parties on that, but we never we haven't had a brunch on Sunday. But anyway, that was just a funny story that we just kind of wanted to say, share about Ari. She probably, she ain't gonna listen to this, bitch. That shit funny as fuck. She will. She might not. She might. Who knows? Um. Anyway. Oh, coffee mates. Y'all want to check in? You can let us know how your quarantine been going. Go. Thank y'all. We appreciate that. We we hear you still ain't doing shit. I heard you in the back. You found that new hobby, sis? Because Lord knows. Sorry about last time, uh, last week episode oh, yeah. when Ari kept cutting y'all off. Y'all, Sorry, some y'all. people don't just, fight her, y'all. Just yeah. let her be. Let her. She have ain't it. even know y'all had your own little time. You using this? You take your shit out. Anyway, you want to play a game, or you want to jump into the brew? I don't even have a game, but um. We can get into the brew. We mm-hmm. talk. We just had that really long. We time. did. So we're just gonna go ahead and jump into today's brew. You say drink coffee? I'll drink coffee. Cup of coffee. Cup of coffee, please. I was wondering if I might trouble you for a cup of strong black coffee. <clears throat> Damn good coffee. And hot. Wait a minute. Tim Cooper loves coffee. You know, this is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. We're going to need some more coffee. So today's topic, I would say, is probably a medium roast, right? You yes. Think so? I think it's a medium roast. It is about, I cannot say the word. You ready? Toxicity. Toxicity. Yes. It there is you about go. toxicity. Mm-hmm. And this is actually really good. I think it's going to be a good episode because we did a social experiment, but we don't get to that in a second. Um... So we're just kind of gonna just talk about, you know, being toxic. Being toxic. First off, what's a toxic <laughs> line? I'm ready. Anything future says. <laughs> True. Any future song. Any Scorpio who talks. Ain't Ace is still running her mouth. I'm, um, I'm doing better, y'all. No, uh, a toxic line. Ooh, like, go ahead. Um, I'm good. Love, enjoy. That's toxic. That is toxic. I seen a little friend the other day. That's not really toxic, but I think that shit funny as fuck. Uh, it depends on who you talking to. If you talking to a nigga that you, yeah, that is. That can I be seen toxic. a little friend the other day. Don't ever hit me up again. Have a nice life. Have a nice life. Yeah. I think it's funny how Ooh. every bitch in yeah. America. Yeah. That's very. We have our toxic. What? Yeah. You may not even be a toxic person, but you gonna have a toxic moment. A toxic tendency. Yeah, yeah you have a toxic sure. tendency for sure. Like you just might do something to just get a rise or to trigger somebody. 
That's all it is. Yeah. Like, you triggering that person. I done definitely dated some men who have said things to me to get me triggered. And I've definitely said some things to get a nigga triggered on somebody. Period. Yeah, you about to go in. I'm about to argue with this nigga. What's up? Yeah. Just to get a rise and just for us to fuck after. Yes. Toxic. That's toxic. That's toxic. If y'all only arguing and then like, y- y'all argue so much and y'all start fucking. It's only good when y'all fuck. Yeah. That's toxic. Like, a relationship I had all of 26. 2015-2016 was a complete toxic relationship, and it was with the Scorpio, another Scorpio. It was a complete toxic relationship, but the sex was phenomenal. I think it's. To- I think a relationship is also toxic when you and somebody are just not compatible, mm-hmm. and you're trying, trying to, to make it. it work. That's yeah. toxic because when you're not compatible with somebody, it's always a, a, a issue, a problem, an attitude. It's just always something. You just can't get that moment and just get it right. You know what I'm saying? I know that shit happens in life, you know, not to say that life is always perfect and dandy, but you do have your down times in life for at least for a couple of months or so, you be straight. You be, you know, but with that person, it's always an issue. And like I tell people, if you supposed to be in my circle, don't come here with that bullshit. I do not want to see and I, and I told somebody this because somebody told me this and I didn't understand how deep it was until I actually like thought about it. So my, like my ex-boyfriend was like, when you call me, I don't answer because I know we're going to argue. Mm-mm. And I, and I, but, and of course at the time that shit hurt my feelings. Like what? You don't want to talk to me. Da, da, da. But now that I'm talking to, I was talking to somebody and that's how I felt about that person. Like when I see his name come up on my screen, I knew we were going to argue mm. instantly. Like instantly I know we're about to argue. That's toxic as fuck because I can't even look, see your name and just be like, oh, I'm having a rough day. My baby calling me. Hey, no, it's the fact that you're calling me and I'm, and you're stressing me out more than I was already stressed. And we didn't even say hello yet. Mm. Damn. Wow, really? Mm. He like I didn't answer my. I don't think I ever. I don't think it was ever like that with anybody I dated. I don't think I ever had that moment because that's. A, I <laughs> I wonder if any niggas felt like that about me. About damn, it's gonna call me. She gonna just ruin my day mm-hmm. or something like that. I know I can. I know I can be toxic, and I try not to carry that over into my relationships now because the dude I'm talking to now, we be having our little moments, and he's making little comments. I'm like, damn. Maybe I am a nagger, which I am. Yeah, you are. Damn. Maybe. I don't know. Like, he'll say little things. I'm just like, shit. Okay. I couldn't to work on that because it bothers him. So, that must mean that it bothered other people. But no one really said anything or I didn't care to listen. But everything don't always bother. Like, some shit that might bother you about mm-hmm. him probably didn't bother another girl. You know what That's I'm saying? True. Like, some people willing to put up with more. Like, when I... like. Again, the same person who, if I see his name on my phone, I know we gonna argue. The people that, the, like the girls that he messed with before, and the shit that they told him to change was things that I wasn't even. Yeah. Not, <laughs> no, that's that's not what they they should have been told. Never mind, I won't even go there. Mm-hmm. But they should have been telling you like how to press forward and move forward, and they're basically just telling you petty things. Like, yeah. can I say can I say this? This is right here. You can relate to. I think hood niggas are just completely toxic. That sucks to say. Uh, the, now, when I say hood, I mean the ones who are embedded in that shit. Who who really like is a hood nigga. You Ooh. can live in the hood or be from the hood and not really be a hood nigga. That's it's true. just you lived it like me. I I lived in the hood. I mean, I'm a hood ass girl. 
I didn't go around fighting niggas, me fighting females, or just doing dumb shit. No, I just lived in the hood. Yeah. So I'm talking about them hood niggas, where it's like, I'm sorry, you might be embarrassed to bring them around people or certain people or certain shit because it's like, ugh. I don't know how it's going to work out. And y'all, and then, you know what? Because I hate when a nigga hit me with, yeah, because you just going to lean me how every uh, how, how everybody else left me. <laughs> that's toxic. That's fucked. That's, and that's some hood nigga shit. Like, I'm you leaving you like everyone like else. else. Yeah. That's toxic. And then you don't even want to change it? Like, you don't even see what you're doing is toxic. You, perfect. This is a great segue. It says behavioral, I found this on the line, behavioral signs of a toxic person blaming so you're like blaming me or trying to say what i'm doing you don't do you don't live like everybody else so you trying to guilt trip me back into this shit? yeah and i love y'all know i love me some drake and drake always say his dad got his foot out guilt tripping and that's literally these niggas like well have they put out yes. and you be confused like but bro like what else do you want me to do like you know what i'm saying i'm, I'm only so much of a person Man, what? and you can do better what what else do you... I'm already doing everything that I need to be and, doing for you. And so... And one thing for me, though, like, the one guy, like, I was literally sent to the ace, like, I sh- my friend shouldn't even allow me to talk to this guy because this nigga literally basically told me, like, he was the prize. Like, he was like, what are you... He like, why are you missing out on me? Like, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, basically, he the prize and I'm not the prize. That... As a man, no matter how much you think that, like, that dude that put up that post, that four page post about how he was the prize no matter how much a nigga might think that you don't he graduated ever- from college and became um he, what did he do he got his law degree he got his law degree and now he's in that seven percent of what a black how women want what type of black man a woman wants but, but at the, the end of the day regardless i don't care what you don't you don't have, even have to have i i, I have a, a, a msw you can have a phd for all i care don't ever tell me that I'm, I'm you the prize and I'm not like that. I don't even want you as a man yeah. because as my man, you should know that you find a good thing when you find a wife. So to think that, Ooh, so, to, that again. so to think that you found me and in your mind, you confused because you feel like yeah, I just don't fuck with that. And I get it. It's in the age of every, so, uh, this whole gender thing or whatever, whatever. Listen, Mm-mm. I'm still going to be the same. I'm going to be stuck in my ways. I think that a man and a man as a man, as a woman is a woman, like, like, I can let my man be a man, but you also gonna let me be a woman. And a part of being a woman is always letting me know that I'm the queen. Always letting me know that I'm the prize. No matter what. You can make six six more figures than me. You can own the house. You can have, like, all the cars can be in your name. But I should never feel like that. I should always feel like a fucking queen. Because at the end of the day, I said that shit is in your name. I ain't say I wasn't paying. Mm. I can pay for whatever the fuck I need to. So, that's just one of those that's just one of those things that I feel like you know people like guys need to know like in the twenty in the in, in the 21st century women are the prize because guess what when and then y'all be the she same because then y'all be the same motherfuckers <laughs> with daughters she got time and you wouldn't today. dare let no nigga tell your daughter she wasn't no prize okay. right so why the fuck you think my daddy gonna let me tell you I'm not no prize that's mm. what y'all problem is that's what y'all problem fuck out of here she had time she is triggered. <laughs> no, I don't even know what to say after that because you really just like, you just put it all out there. Because I really do feel some type of way about yeah, men in the 21st century talking about how they are the prize. Like, Girl, that's... What? Oh, I had that same Have a baby. Oh. Give me a baby. 
Give me a baby. What? Take care of the household and don't get confused on certain shit when it comes. Don't look at me to figure everything out. You handle it. No. Because that's what men do. Like, at the end of the day, that's why y'all are killing me with this gender shit. Uh, like I said, a man as a man as When a man can have a baby, I'm going to kill myself because I ain't going to be prepared for that word. I'm but dead. nevertheless, mm. I just think that. And then one thing about toxic people is like, it's hard to have. I think that's why it's also another reason why it's hard to have a good uh, mental health economy because people like when you when you are toxic and you fucking with somebody else you don't know what your words your Mm -hmm. actions how you pulling that person down or how you making them feel in that moment so you never know how somebody might have strong mental health but when you love somebody you you become selfless so you start doing things for that person so you start doing things because you care about them so then you lose who you are so you just drag somebody else down into a whole world that they have never been down so you didn't have mental health issues your whole life so you you walking through this but this is new for me and you can't help me because you can't help yourself so now we in this whole big just Conception of bullshit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Instead of people, it's draining. It is and annoying, and it's not healthy. But to them, they think this is normal because this is what I've been exposed to. So I'm just gonna do it and keep going, and I don't know when to stop. The shit's annoying as hell, and and that's honestly like a ser- a serial killer's child being yeah. like, that's all I see my whole life. So this is normal. No, it's not. Normal. Understand that some shit you see growing up is not normal. I, a lot of, uh, not a lot, but I can say that some of the things that my parents done, I don't plan on taking that shit with me. I want to grow from it. I want to learn from it. Like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. So seeing people argue over dumb shit, that's what I'm trying to avoid. I want somebody I can actually communicate with. Yeah. And communicate, not argue. We can actually talk it out and discuss our problems and not blame each other or point, point the hand at each other. Or even such a try to guilt trip me or manipulate the words. You know, things that I said, I want to actually talk and, you know, figure shit out. Like, mm-hmm. today, again, me and Chaz on for like two hours today. Mm-hmm. But he was telling me about a girl that he was talking to. And she's actually kind of older than him. She had made a comment to him about, you know, she likes a, uh, uh, what word? God damn it. Why am I having a brain fart? Consistency. She wants to be consistent. Like yeah. you're, you know, text me, talking to me, just be consistent about it. He was like, "Well, how you gonna want me to be consistent? But when I'm trying to be consistent with you, you're not consistent back." And he's like, "I guess one time he wasn't consistent back with her, and she felt some way, and she addressed it. And he was like, "Man, get the fuck out of here! Like you can't ask me to be consistent with you, and I'm doing that, and then I want the same thing back. You trying to say um, I'm trying to control the situation? I'm like, damn, that's kind of crazy because." Yeah you asked for it i'm giving it to you and then you're not giving it back to me but now you're triggered by what i said about basically just having a conversation saying like hey i didn't you know you really not giving me the same shit that you want back you're not yeah. you know you're not being fair yeah but you felt triggered by that that shit don't make no sense i'm like yeah. damn that's he like what do you he like why do women do that i said i don't think all women do that because yeah. if i want a man to be consistent that means i like him and yeah. i want to talk to him on a consistent basis right if I don't care for you that much, I'm not going to ask you or I'm not going to go into depth about what I want from you. I'm going to text you when I text you or answer the phone when I answer the phone when you call. I don't know what her end game was or what she was trying to do. I'm like, but no, all women don't do that. We know we want to fuck with somebody. Yeah. We going to show that we're interested and be consistent with them and they're going to know. So. I just also think that when you, when you in a relationship, you got to understand if that person toxic. That shit is hard. Like, for me, 
it's easier for to like see how the everybody toxic, like a friend or just... no like like I mean it's easier for me to tell my friends they're in a toxic relationship mm-hmm. than to tell myself I'm in one. Mm. And that shit sucks because yeah, you could be honest with yourself, self love, blah blah blah. But when you like somebody, you can't always see what they doing. Mm-hmm. You don't always see the 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 picture the way um well, people do looking on the outside. You know what I'm saying? So like it's it's just like my job, my second job catering. If you were to come to one of our events, you would be like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. Y'all are perfect. And da, 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 da. never, never knowing what's going on in the back. You know what I'm saying? It's always some bullshit or something. That's true. That's true. I'm trying to think. I know the two big toxic relations that I had, I knew they were toxic. Mm-hmm. And I think the first one, the first one, I didn't realize it was toxic until we had our one like really, really big blowout. And he literally like just 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 wailed on my ass i meant like verbally not mm-hmm. physically it was like it, it caught me off guard because i've never dealt with that and i just started crying so i was like what the fuck like who does shit like this and from that moment i was like okay this is what we're doing and that right there i just i instantly just was basically i gave into i gave into i gave into it and i just went back at it i felt like that was a way for me to protect myself instead of at the time, I should just remove myself. Mm-hmm. But I kept trying to remove myself. But I was so far deep in that I really liked him. Don't know mm-hmm. why, but I really liked him that I didn't even know how to. I couldn't remove myself. I kept going back. Every time I had a, every time I had a way out, I kept going right back because the door yeah. was. It just stayed open. It was always open. It never the door never closed behind me. The door stayed open yeah. because I didn't close it. I left it open. So even even with that, like you, some people can say having um, on the off relationships are toxic. Sometimes they can be. Yeah, depending on, how, it, depending on. I the, think emotionally, yeah, it, is. it can just be a lot because it's like, well, why do you want to keep being on and off again with this person? They're doing things that are bothering you. Somebody's breaking up with somebody for some reason. Yeah, they keep going back to each other. That's toxic. It don't. Oh y'all, are y'all off again? Okay, we'll see what happens next week. What's the point? Where are you holding on to? Yeah. And because y'all know I'm watching Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. I appreciate when Meredith just asks Christina, like, aren't you tired of feeling like that? Aren't you tired of this? And you feel like that's a simple question. It's easy. It's a yes or no question. Those are the most simplest ones. They don't have no explain. Don't none of that. It difficult. But that's a hard ass question it to is. answer. When to you, answer. You like somebody, you like the drama is something you you must like the drama you must like that toxic part of the relationship me, and see for me i don't feel like that i don't i don't feel like i like the toxicity mm-hmm. of the relationship i feel like i like the potential of what we can be mm. if we can get if we can figure out a way to communicate and we can get over this we'll be a great team we'll be a great couple you know what i'm saying and that's for me i'm always looking at the potential like what if we overcome this? But you know you don't what I'm think saying? That you don't think that them showing you that or y'all have these issues basically that y'all don't need to overcome this. This is what y'all have and y'all is just in this. I I feel like people can change, and I and then I also think like it, it's it's crazy because it's also one of them things like um you see I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Damn. Okay. Because sometimes I just get lost in my analogies and I can't think yeah, of it. Yeah, right I know. I know what you mean. I can't think of it, but I just think that when, as a female, mm-hmm. then that's dealt with toxic people, and at times being that toxic individual, um, you don't want you don't you just you just grow up from that. Yeah. 
Why well, I don't want to, I yeah, I don't want to look back and be, healthy. I don't want to look back and be 30, 30 arguing with this same nigga over mm-hmm. the same thing because I see potential of where you can go. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, if I just feel like people need to respect, like, if you if you not fuck with me, then don't fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? But don't try to down me. Don't try to make me feel bad. No, but you got to do that to make yourself feel better. Then you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, put your energy into something else. And that's what really be fucking me up. Who? Okay, so anywho, <laughs> y'all, real quick, let's get in. We want to tell y'all about this social experiment that we did because it was really, really fun. So Ace and I, we did a experiment where we basically wrote out this little weak ass rough draft. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just playing. But we mess it. We got in touch with six males that we were intimate with or in relationships with within and the, the past he was longer than three months yeah it was like yeah yeah tom so, like either yeah. boyfriends or like i guess situationships or something like that like yeah. dudes we like actually really liked yeah and we care about their opinion i guess you should say so uh we <laughs> hit them up and basically asked um the question was do you in the relationship that we had what was a trait that I had that basically was like, was I toxic to you? What were things that I could have changed? Now, mind y'all, disclaimer, we ain't asked him that because it was like, what could I have done to stay with you? Yeah, it was care. more so like, what could I have done to be a better person in a relationship? Yeah. So, we asked six people a piece. Mm-hmm. Ace got how many answers? I got all six back. I got six out of six. <laughs> all my niggas fuck with me. Now, even though Cartel's a better person than yep. Ace, mm-hmm. I only got four. She thinks she's a better person than me. <laughs> clearly, I have. Clearly, I know how to end my relationships with niggas on a decent level um, than her. I definitely. I, I gave myself props on that because she felt some type of way about the niggas not responding. But I was like, you know what? This goes to show that bitch. I'm not as toxic as you think I am. It's, oh, Scorpios are this, Scorpios are that. Well, Miss Taurus, you are the opposite of a Scorpio. And guess what? Yeah. Hmm. Guess what? But you're the toxic. I'm gonna tell you. I'm and I'm gonna tell you where my toxic trait come in because mm-hmm. my my toxic my toxic um little person inside of me, the toxic the toxicity <laughs> in me said, "Bitch, you be giving these niggas so much love and so much of you that when y'all break up, they be so hurt they don't even fuck with you no more." <laughs> so. <laughs> That's her toxicness right there. Her toxicity. Yeah, I just told myself that I ain't hear from them niggas because they couldn't handle it. They just couldn't handle it. Y'all miss me. Y'all see my name and damn near died. I know. And and honestly, that's partially true with the one nigga. That's kind of true. Because he opened my message and didn't say nothing. Him? No. Oh, the other one. The other guy. The other one. That answer. Um, I think that's partially kind of (laughs) true. So I can say what mine was because mine was only four. Mm-hmm. Um, one person said I was mean. Okay. Which I was really mean to him. I was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> two people basically said the same thing. They just basically said that I cartel didn't see the love that they had for me. I overlooked it. Like I kind of thought they was games, and I just didn't take them as serious as I should have. And then somebody and then the last person which was like my ex that we was really like best friends and shit he his was really good he basically just said i forgive people like really easy like i have a big heart like once i love you i love you so if you do some shit like 
I'll forgive you. Like, but until you fuck me over and I'm really done, like once I'm done, I'm done. My mother real good for that. Like once cartel done, she is done. It's no going back. I'm good. Like literally childhood friends have all tried to be my, I'm good. Yeah. It's hey, it's bye. But if I love you and I'm in that moment where I can forgive you and I feel like we can make this work. I feel where he was coming from. I will forgive you like really easily, really fast instead of giving it time to like brush over. Okay. Yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. So I had to go back and read some of my ni- the niggas thing because I forgot. My niggas. No, these niggas. So, okay. Um, <laughs> the Okay. My ex, like my ex of five years, my really like really only ex, he just basically was like um, my attitude, which I definitely, when me and him were dating, I definitely had a, attitude problem um that was really his main thing the last guy i was talking to had said what did this man say he said that basically it was just not being open to my partner's feelings it's a kind of my way or the highway thing i guess i can say that's kind of true with him but i don't believe that i felt like no nigga i definitely that nigga didn't know what he was talking about that was a hood nigga (laughs) So I don't think he knew what the fuck he was talking about. So okay, and the other guy, no, I was you can't talking, brush off what people say. I'm not gonna brush off what he said. I can agree. I can partially agree with him. Um, just from our situation, I can kind of get that. Um, the other guy who I had dated has said that I was horrible. He said, <laughs> oh, he said horribly hiding my emotions, which mm-hmm. I 100, 110 percent agree mm-hmm. with that. I definitely did. But with him, it's funny because he's a cancer. He was very emotional and he expressed himself a lot. And I can say with him, he's definitely, that situation helped me be more aware of my feelings and expressing myself. And I do thank him for that. And I tell him that you made me become just more aware of my feelings and my emotions and just expressing myself. So I definitely appreciate that. How many was that? That was three. God. So the other nigga, baby daddy, y'all heard about him before. He didn't even, he said there was really nothing wrong with me. It was more so he just felt as if I was a player and we really couldn't be in a relationship because he felt like mm. I would just kind of cheat on him or do some extra shit. And but wait, Cartel feels a way about that. I do feel a way about that because that goes along. This is a problem with communication, mm. talking to people and growing the fuck up. We're too old. So I'm, I should let Ace tell it, but she's slow. I'm going to tell it. Basically, when her baby daddy was messing around a while, a, a long time ago, he seen her condom in her trash can. Now, mind you, I was always over at Ace House. <laughs> I was always oh, fucking in Ace House. So, righteously, it was like you really don't know who condom it was. You just seen it and instantly got in your feelings. Now, I get it. You know, you don't want to question somebody. But I feel like as a man, as men, y'all stand up for what y'all want. If y'all job trying to fuck y'all over, y'all be so quick to get fix my paycheck. But you can't do that for somebody that you care about. It would have been nothing for a baby daddy to just say... Listen, I want to fuck with you the heavy way. And if I want to do that, I don't want you to fuck with nobody else. I only want you to fuck with me. You didn't do that. You didn't give her the opportunity to even say, hey, you know, that's my mom. That's cartels. Yeah. That's Ari. They was over here while I was gone. Like, but still, you took it and ran with it. And you lost out on an amazing woman because you assumed you knew something. Yeah. And even if she was 
fucking someone else. You didn't say you wanted to be exclusive. Never said nothing. So if you had been a man and stood up for what you wanted. <laughs> Yo, this is a Beyonce and Solange moment right here because this is her beating up on Jay-Z. And I'm just sitting there like this. Yeah. Because if you had to just say what you wanted from the get-go like a man should. Mm. I want you. I want you. No, I'm not. Then it would have been perfect. Yeah, you're an idiot. You're He's an a idiot. idiot. Yeah, everything she said was very true. We, but it's cool because yeah. your clappers is getting bigger. Hmm? <laughs> oh my clappers is on dead. Them you clappers better, getting bigger. You better stop it. Attack you. Them them the uh, neighbors don't play. No, they don't play with the shade room because that was no, ignorant of him. But I give I'll give the neighbors they uh, I'll give Kyle his credit. I love that shit clappers. Um. You know, your body getting together, you know, still yeah. ain't got no titties, but still, listen, yeah. that don't have nothing to do with nothing. She ain't got to never had no titties. I don't need no titties. All my okay. niggas had no problem they slow. Titties. But what I'm saying my is, <laughs> no, your niggas is slow. That's why they don't they know what they missing. Yeah, a little mouth, a peephole. <laughs> Woo! Okay, girl. Oh. Trigger much? No, me stop. That's funny. But for Shut real, up. that was annoying. Like, no, yeah, that was definitely annoying. That was one of those communication pieces. Yeah. Like, if you had to just said to me, "Hey, but I want to be with you, only you." That was his problem. He yeah. didn't know how to communicate. He didn't know how to express himself, and that was his issue. And he knew that was his issue. But regardless, we're off of that nigga because I don't talk to him anymore. Yo, I, I don't talk to him at all. But anyway, what the fuck? Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> so, um the other guy, the toxic, like the real, real toxic guy I had dealt with, the Scorpio guy. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. He was the one that turned me out. He turned my freakiness Who? to um the the devil. He turned my freak yeah, y'all. His name was the devil. He turned my freakiness to a whole other. All of our niggas got nicknames, and I hope y'all know that because guess what? None of these niggas are important. It's a different character. If you got a name, name is because we like you. Anyway, he said he said um, that basically he said when I got mad, I got scary mad, but I was super attentive and I was in his corner. I'm glad that he gave me a negative and a positive because for all my niggas, I was always in their corner. I was always, you know, I got your back. But yeah, and the only reason he can say that is because he triggered me. So for him to say, "Oh, you got real scary mad," because I had to, because you was a big ass nigga, you gonna beat my ass. So I had to protect my fucking self. So I used my words, and I knew how to use my words against you when I was smarter than you. Anyway, but um, yeah, um, we could get into the story about that. But I feel like that's a good friendship episode because when I tell y'all I had a dream about that nigga, I've did, never I met that you. man a day in my never. life. She was in college when I was and I had a dream him, about him. She was in Alabama when I was talking to him. My other friends were around with that uh, part of my life. But so, uh, Oh, and the last guy kind of just said, I forgot to give his, uh, the last guy said that, he said I just get, what did he say? He didn't say nagging. He just said you just, what the fuck did he say? He didn't say my attitude. What did he say? Because I asked him on FaceTime and uh-huh. I just asked him and he was just like, he, he kind of like you just aggressive. Like the way you just yeah always, like you always just, I don't say mad. You just trying to go for what you want and you yeah, gonna stay. I don't know how to explain it, but all everything they said made sense, and I always knew my flaws. Like that's like about me. I know my flaws. I know them. Have I fixed them? I work on them a lot. 
I know that's real. I haven't fish. fixed them hundred percent, but I know like no one in a relationship, no one can ever tell me, Oh, well you were like this. I'm like, No, I wasn't. I know my flaws going into a relationship. I know that when I'm dealing with somebody, I know myself. And that is something I'm working on. I can say right now, like I'm definitely really working on it because I'm I'll be thirty soon, so I don't wanna keep doing the same shit. I don't wanna keep being a toxic person. I don't wanna you know, talk down to niggas like I normally do. You put this whole thing. <laughs> I don't want to keep, you know, being that same person. So, so what do you feel like is a toxic trait that you can personally say you have? Like, because I, I can't. Yeah. I know. I think. I think for me, I can answer that. Why you think about your mm-hmm. answer? For me, I know I can be toxic when it comes to definitely trying to end something. Like, I end something. If I'm not ready to end something with you, I don't want you to be ready to end it with me. So, I'm always like, well, fine then. I'll have a great life. So, you really going to have a great life? You really not going to respond to me? Like, I get get very impulsive. I know that's my toxicity. I'm impulsive at times. Like, I'll send a text or I'll say something or I'll do something and be like, why the fuck did I do that? So, that's where I'm going to stick to. I think where my toxic trait is, I'm very impulsive when it comes to arguments or a situation. I'll be like, let's do this. Whereas, if it comes to, like, friendship or work, I'll sit down and logically think about it. But when it comes to a relationship, somebody that I'm really fucking with and I really like or I really care about and we arguing or something, I can be really impulsive. Like, why the fuck did I say that? I would say... Hmm. I think my toxic trait is definitely um, my words. I, I know how to say things to, like, piss you off. And it's going, it's going to um, make you feel away. So I guess my it's like passive aggressive. Like I know how to just, I, and it may not come off as me like being like super rude, but it's gonna make you like, well, what the fuck? I'm gonna just, I'm I know how to really just get under somebody's skin. Like mm-hmm. I know how to trigger you. Mm-hmm. I can literally trigger a person just from just certain things that I say to you mm-hmm. because of the way I say it and how I come off. Like, that's how I talk. Like, we can have a me and you can have a conversation. You be like, wait, what? Why are you say- Oh, no, but I meant to like this. You're like, oh, shit, okay. I had to think about it in your voice or how you say it. I know I can say things in a, in a, I know, in a really, like, weird, oh, I know I can say things that trigger people. Um, so, that's one thing I'm definitely working on. I say things under my breath. Like, perfect example, like, the guy I'm talking to now, he is funny because, uh, we had not argue. We don't. We we don't really argue. Argue, but um, there was a time in the beginning, like a couple months ago, we were talking, and he was just kind of always busy and shit. So I had said something about like making plans, or whatever. I said, well, I guess I'll do it because you know you never want to see me or you never do this. He was like, all right, well, if that's how you feel. Then we're not gonna do it because like, you gotta stop saying that. Uh, basically, stop saying that shit. That I'm being honest. I'm being open about what's going on. I'm telling you my schedule. He was like, if you have an issue, something, just address it. Don't give me the little like the little the jabs around, and shit. Don't yeah. give me the run around. It's basically, say what you mean to me. What you say? Like say that shit. And I'm saying it, but I'm saying it in a um, condescending way. Mm-hmm. So I can be very condescending when I say things because I'm gonna say it. So basically, that means. Yeah, nigga, that's why I'm saying it. So that's a trait that I have that I don't like, and I'm trying to work on it to just be like, okay, well, look, I didn't like this, or I don't like this. I want to talk about it instead of trying to be condescending and then cause the issue and argue because niggas don't like to argue, and I can agree with them. I do kind of like to argue sometimes. 
Yeah. I do. I like to debate. I like to argue. Yeah, nigga, you triggered. <laughs> no, for real. That's how I used to be too with my ex. I used, that's why he told me he didn't want to cook to me. Like I used to argue with him all the time. Like I be trying not to, man. Listen, Drake got bangers. When Drake said, "Why you call me just to tell me how I don't call you? Why do you do that?" Like that literally would be me. Like you call me and I'm like, "You don't never call me." I'm on the phone, but I've learned now because I hate when people do that to me. Like, I hate when people tell me I'm not doing something while I'm doing it. I'm on the phone with you when you're talking about how I never call you. Or I'm in front of you and you're talking about, I'll never see you. We're here now. Goddamn. Like, why are you talking about the past? Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Definitely toxic traits out here. Toxic niggas and hoes. Some of y'all hoes is toxic as fuck. Yeah, women can definitely be toxic. I definitely have been toxic to a to a couple good niggas. Like, oh yeah, Whew, I definitely. But been some toxic. of y'all niggas think that y'all. I don't even want to get onto how some of y'all niggas think y'all good niggas and y'all not. That's awkward. Ooh. That's another topic for Ooh. another how they, day. How they thought they good niggas, but they not. Yeah. Mm. Somebody should tell people they bad people. I feel like if I was a bad person, I would really want somebody to tell me, like, you know, you're not a good person. Once I told him, well, I said, you're the devil. You're a horrible person. Yeah, he is. He felt like he was a good person. And like, this other dude, like, I need to let him know, but I don't fuck them no more. But I, you're not a good person, like, genuinely. And then you can't, and people can't say, well, like, no, the world is too big. It's, you know, a hater. You know, a, a bad person, like, everybody knows somebody, even though you might love people, they still have bad traits about them. Yeah. Like, I, I I care about my father. I really do. <laughs> but some of the shit that come out of his mouth, it's like, bro, that shit not acceptable. What the hell is wrong with you? Like, I got a friend who literally, she feels, she's a hater. Like, I love her to death because you are a hater. You yeah. forever talking about somebody, you forever, like, just kind of down with somebody or downplaying. Yeah. Like, bitch, you're a hater. And I'm sorry. And that's just what you are. It's that's funny. Like I, I'm trying to think about me when someone said, "Well, Angel," or they be like, "Ace, you're just this." Damn, what am I, cartel? What you mean? I don't know. I'm just, just a bitch. Said. Is that what it, I'm just a bitch? Is that me? Like, mm. am I like bitch? You can no matter what you do, no matter how nice you have become since high school, you're still a bitch. Or like, um, <laughs> that's hard. I don't know. Let's talk about that off the record. <laughs> Oh, and come back to it on the record because I don't know. I feel like you gonna always be a bitch. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. is it like? But I don't think that. I think that's like in your characteristics. So do that shit count? Like, you can't help but be a bitch. I be trying to be nice. I know. Shit don't work out. I need me a nigga who just understands I'm a bitch, and it is what it is. I need me a Derek Shepard. I need somebody to yeah, love me no. for who I am I and accept me for all my flaws, I and then it still just be like, you know what? Like I love you though. Like, and then to explain my toxic ways to other people. Like I know this bitch is toxic. I love her though. I love like, her toxic ass. Meredith toxic is fucking doing Meredith dumb is shit. Toxic, and she, mm. she and he still. Knows. She grows. And he still be telling her. Because think about it. Derek is toxic. Bitch, he was fucking her while he was still married. His wife slept with his best friend. They all toxic. We wasn't even together no more. Right, a toxic show. No, we weren't together no more. That don't count. Are you kidding me? Dead ass. Grace is a toxic. Did you see what? uh, Grace is definitely toxic. Did you see on Instagram they said what 2020 looks like? It was a picture (laughs) of Slaw. Oh, Wait, what is that? Did you are you there yet with Sloan? Is he still on the show? No. 
song dead. Yeah. Okay, bet. So it was an episode. It was a thing that said, um, "I'm gonna just show you." I thought you meant it was like the slide where it went like in like maybe like four centimeters and straight down. <laughs> no. <laughs> twenty to twenty. Right here. On Tuesday. Look, look what I got emailed on Tuesday. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> What'd you say? What'd you get on Tuesday? Netflix email. Don't forget to finish Grace. I'm dead. But, um. T Baby in the room. We gotta take these shots. <laughs> say hey, T Baby. Hey. I'm dead. She is. She's actually a little baby. Okay, no, I'm just playing. Because <laughs> that's what she sounded like. Hey. You gonna wrap it up? You got anything else to say about these toxic niggas? Um. I don't know. I just think that if you are a, if you know that your friend is in a toxic relationship, address it. I think I should. It depends on the relationship. If you cannot do that with all, you cannot be honest with all friends. So it's the way you maneuver it. You know, just kind of sit there and I. But I will be honest though, because can't nobody be mad at you for being honest. We can look at each other fifteen years for not being friends, but at my funeral you can look and be like, this bitch was honest though. Like so, just be honest with your friends, and if your nigga toxic, suck his dick and get rid of him. She says, suck his dick. Is that this weather shot? No, just Suck his dick and get rid of him. You can't. Yes, you can. Suck his dick, swallow the nut, and get rid of him. Yep. Because that's how you make a nigga. Your bitch. I think that's <laughs> and that's my special shot. Suck that nigga dick. Swallow his neck. And leave him. Bounce on that ass. Um And he and always remember <laughs> he was the, the whore. <laughs> you the tequila bitch. Oh my god, that's a banger. Okay, so um thank y'all for listening to this crazy ass episode, but um Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Coffee and Cream Podcast. That's Coffee and Cream with the K. And um, hit the link in our bio. You can find us on all your favorite streaming platforms. Don't forget to like. You can comment. You can leave a review. You can share it. Send it to your friends. All that good shit. Um, yeah. We appreciate y'all for rocking with us. And listening. and listening. Thank you. We appreciate it. We really do. And to the next bro. Until the next motherfucking bro.